Martin's Glaring, adapted by Ted Harris and Lizzie Harris Friel. Once upon a time, a young man was traveling alone at night. His car broke down. He had tried to fix it, but he realized he had to get a mechanic. So he began walking through the woods. The woods were unfamiliar. He had never been there before. After a little while, he realized he was lost. He wanted to get home as quickly as possible so he could see his family. It was a blustery night with clouds skidding across the sky and high winds and sprinkled chilly rain. He was tired, hungry, cold, and scared. He walked a good way, trying to get his bearings. When he came upon a cabin of woods, at least it will give me shelter for a little while, he thought. He knocked at the door, but no one answered. He knocked again, but no one answered. The third time, the door swung open to his knock. Gently, he stepped inside and looked around. The cabin had a very pleasant feel inside. There was a cozy bed and a table with a couple of chairs. On the table was good meal, fruit and cheese and cold meat and apple cider. Red curtains hung on the windows, and a warm fire crackled the fireplace. On the floor near the hearth was this cozy, soft, braided rag rug. The man looked around to see if Aimweb was home, but no one was there. He saw the food, and he said, This food will just go bad if no one eats it. I'm sure they wouldn't mind if I had something to tie me over. Once the man tasted the food, he couldn't stop. Before he knew it, he had eaten three whole plates of delicious food. The man warmed himself at the fire in the fireplace. He could feel his eyes drooping. He could feel himself getting heavy for the good food warm fire. He thought to himself, I'm sure they wouldn't mind if I lay down for a little while on this cozy bed. Before he knew it, he was soon asleep. The good food, the warm fire, done their work. A little while later, he woke up. A small white kitten, soft as a snowball, sat curled in the soft braided rug in front of the fire. He looked at the kitten. It purred and blinked softly. That's a good little cat, thought the man. He thought, that's strange. I didn't notice a kitten before, but soon he was asleep again. After a little while, the man woke up again and saw what looked like a second cat right next to the kitten. This one was dark brown, muscular, strong, a full-grown cat with bronze on and as big as a wolf. Shall we do it now, said the cat? No, let's wait until Martin comes, said the kitten. And thought to himself, I must be dreaming, and fell back asleep. He woke again to find the kitten and the brown cat, joined by a third big cat, curled up on the rug before the fire. This cat was as black as a knight, and as big as a panther. Shall we do it now, said the cat? No, let's wait until Martin comes, said the kitten the cat. The man thought, this is the craziest dream I've ever had in my life. He struggled to get out of bed, but he was so exhausted that he fell back asleep. After tossing and turning in fever dreams for a while, he woke again and saw a fourth cat. This cat was stone gray and as big as a tiger, stretched out by his companion cats. The fourth stone gray cat stared hungrily at the man, licking his chops. Shall we do it now, said the stone gray cat. 
No, said all the other cats. Let's wait until Martin comes. Just then, the wind rose outside, pushing the clouds away from the shining full moon. Beams of moonlight showered into the cabin's window, illuminating the weary traveler in the shadows of the darkness. And then the man's haunches rose. He doubled down in pain. His bones crackled and snapped as they shifted, as nose and jaw stretched into a muzzle. His teeth swelled into razor-sharp flanks, his mouth turned black. His limbs stretched and his shoulders shifted. The hair on his head stood an end, and his ears stretched to furry peaks. Thick, coarse hair sprouted from all over his body. The cats, one and all, from big to small, were frozen in shock and surprise. They never would have laid this trap for him if they had known. As Amorite Glincy said, I'll save Morty for dessert. by Lindsay Harris Friel, sound designed by Vincent Friel, produced by 663 Productions. Sixty six thirty productions.